This is the day that the Lord has made.
We continue with the sermon hymn, A Mighty Fortress is Our God, but it's an alternate version, so it's just a little different than the one we normally do, um, and that's on page 8.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Drops of sweat fall from your face onto the dry grass as you are bent over, hands on your knees, desperately trying to catch your breath. You have a side cramp. Your legs are burning. The hot August sun beats down on you and you feel like you're going to throw up. And then the whistle blows again. And the coach barks again. Another 50-yard sprint. Last one to finish does 20 push-ups. Despite your pain, you take off at full speed up to the 50-yard line. You hate wind sprints. But the coach loves wind sprints. Why would the coach put his team through such a painful trial? Is he a monster? No, he's a coach who wants to increase the endurance of his team so they can persevere on Friday night through all four quarters until the final whistle. The coach wants his team to endure to the end. Like a coach making you run wind sprints, God sends trials into your life to increase your endurance and perseverance. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial, for when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. As you know all too well, so many trials will come in life. Sickness, injury, accidents, financial hardships, family issues, death of a loved one. Trials like these are difficult. It hurts to go through them. Trials are a constant reminder that life is hard. Martin Luther says of this verse, Trials keep a man alert. Perfect him in humility and patience, and make him acceptable to God as his dearest child. And also, thus it is good for us always to be oppressed with some trouble, lest in our weakness we succumb to the offenses of the world and fall into sin. In this life, you like to feel like you're in control of things, and there are times when things seem to be going smoothly. Those times never last. Trials and troubles come, and they are God's way of letting you know that you are not in charge. You do not have everything all together. You need help. You need Jesus. You will face trials and tests from God. You will also face temptations to sin. Trials can come from God, but God will not tempt you to sin. In this life, you'll endure both. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial. For when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. This is a very intimidating Bible verse because it sounds like you need to pass the test. You read this and think that it means, if I am steadfast enough, then I will receive the crown of life. If. And that's a big 
if. And you know that that if is a problem. As a baptized child of God with the Holy Spirit enlightening you to God's law, you know that you are not good enough. But your natural sinful self in its pride thinks it's strong enough to resist temptation. Dietrich Bonhoeffer writes in his Bible study on temptation. He writes, lead us not into temptation. Natural man and moral man cannot understand this prayer. Natural man wants to prove his strength in adventure, in struggle, in encounter with the enemy. That is life. So moral man calls out evil. His daily prayer is, lead me into temptation that I may test out the power of the good that is in me. You want to believe that you're good enough, strong enough, powerful enough, wise enough, all on your own. You want to believe it. But then you face trials and temptations and your true self is revealed. During World War II, C.S. Lewis gave a series of radio lessons that became the book Mere Christianity. In this he wrote... No man knows how bad he is till he has tried very hard to be good. A silly idea is current that good people do not know what temptation means. This is an obvious lie. Only those who try to resist temptation know how strong it is. After all, you find out the strength of the German army by fighting against it, not by giving in. You find out the strength of a wind by trying to walk against it, not by lying down. A man who gives in to temptation after five minutes simply does not know what it would have been like an hour later. That is why bad people, in one sense, know very little about badness. They have lived a sheltered life by always giving in. We never find out the strength of the evil impulse inside us until we try to fight it. And Christ, because he was the only man who never yielded to temptation, is also the only man who knows to the full what temptation means. The only complete realist. You want to believe that like Jesus, you can stand up to the temptations of the evil one. But the reality of your failures show all too clearly that that's not true. You know you would fail the test. Thankfully, blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial is not conditional. It does not mean if you remain steadfast. It assumes you will remain steadfast. Being blessed doesn't depend on your level of perseverance. Being blessed depends on on God's promise in Christ. When you remain steadfast, you will receive the crown of life that is the promised gift from the giver of all good gifts. You have been saved and God has given you the promise of eternal life. You persevere through trials and tests and temptations as a genuine Christian who knows you need a Savior.
You have the promise of eternal life. But there is danger lurking. And you need always to be on guard of taking sin too lightly. Or of not taking responsibility for your sin and letting it grow. As a sinner, it's easy to adopt the excuses of our first parents when God confronts them after their fall into sin. Adam blames God. The woman that you gave to me, she gave me the fruit of the tree and I ate. Eve blames the devil. The serpent deceived me and I ate. It's easy to fall into the temptation to blame God for your sin. If God didn't want me to act on them, why did he give me these desires? Well, I'm just hot-headed. It's just who I am. I can't help it. I'm German, so I'm naturally stubborn as a mule. I'm so good-looking. The women just can't resist me. I can't help it. God made me this way. James is clear that sin does not come from God. God has nothing to do with evil. James explains temptation. But each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it is conceived, gives birth to sin. And sin, when it's fully grown, brings forth death. James warns, sin is serious. Sin leads to death. Do not be deceived, my beloved brothers. Do not be deceived. The devil, the world, and your own sinful nature are lying to you, trying to, let, trying to get you to let your desire give birth to sin. And sin grow up into death. Flee from sin. Flee from temptation. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Do not let the devil get a foothold in your life. Do not embrace sin. Do not let sin become your lifestyle. You find out how bad you are when you try to be good. You know the struggle. Stay in the fight. Just because you're not good at it is not a reason to give up enduring trials and temptations. You endure because you are God's own child. You are baptized into Christ. There are many who claim that God changes with the times. His teachings adjust to fit our desires, the ways of the culture. Do not be deceived. God does not change. God is all good. He has nothing to do with evil. Every good gift and perf every perfect gift is from above. Coming down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. God has given you every good gift. He has made you his own child and given you eternal life through the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. He knows you will struggle with trials and temptations. He knows you cannot pass the test. He passed it for you. And he gives you that gift and why? Why does he give you that gift? Why? Because he wants to. Verse 18. 
of his own will, he brought us forth by the word of truth, that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Because he wants to, he birthed you by the word of truth. Sin gives birth to death. God gives birth to life everlasting. God saves you because he wants to. You are blessed for all eternity because he wants to bless you. In this life, you'll face trials and temptations. You will endure imperfectly. But you will endure because you are God's chosen child. God will send trials to keep up your endurance so you can keep going until your last breath. Life is difficult. Cling to Jesus. You will receive the crown of eternal life. Amen. And now may the peace of God, the peace that is beyond understanding, keep your hearts and minds in true faith until our Lord Jesus returns in glory. Amen. We rise to confess our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. Thank you. 
give them the victory through him and his word. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. To the Father of lights, from whom every good and perfect gift comes, that he would keep us from all sinful desires and misuse of his gifts, for his help to use them in his service to our neighbor, and that he would bless Joseph and all leaders to govern wisely for, for the good of this and, and future nations. Let us pray to the Lord. The Lord have mercy. For our brothers and sisters and all who suffer in our midst, especially Frank, Earl, Jenny, Amanda, Kelly, Jim, Ella, Ken, Don, Parker, Tyler, Caroline, Bob, Sandy, Sally, Danielle, Kelly, and Rob. That God most high our refuge in every trouble would command his angels to keep them from every evil of body, mind, or soul. Let us praise the Lord. Lord For those who commune, that in this blessed sacrament they would acknowledge the time fulfilled in the kingdom at hand of Christ Jesus, receiving his body and blood with repentance and faith. Let us praise the Lord. Lord God, Heavenly Father, see how the adversary continually afflicts us and walks about as a roaring lion seeking to devour us. We implore you for the sake of the suffering and death of your Son, Jesus Christ, to help us by the grace of the Holy Spirit, and to strengthen our hearts by your word, that our enemy would not prevail over us, but instead that we may abide evermore in your grace and be preserved the life of the last through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
salutary that we should at all times and in all places. Give thanks to the Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who overcame the assaults of the devil and gave his life as a ransom for many. And with cleansed hearts, we might be prepared joyfully to celebrate the Paschal Feast in sincerity and truth. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company in heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, and more praise you would say.
body and blood of your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, strengthen you, preserve you in true faith unto life everlasting. Go in peace. Your sins are forgiven. Thank you. 